It's week seven of the NFL season 2021, and um, I just need uh, yes or no if we have already redeposited on DraftKings. Uh, Steve Sharkey, redeposit yet? For sure. <laughs> Big Brandon? Nope, I'm hanging on by a limb. Joseph won't even admit it if he has, because just in case his wife finds out. Listen, she doesn't listen, but I have not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just check it. It's your favorite Lodo Bros back talking DFS for week seven of the NFL. We just get on here, talk about picks we like. We bicker like junior high girls over some of them. We talk Chiefs at the end. But before we get to all of that this week, NBA is underway, uh, full slate tonight. And Joe is going to come in here like a crypto bro and tell us all how to make some cash on NBA this season. Now lay out your theory for us, Joe, because I'm not buying it yet. What do you mean? You're not buying it. I'm not I mean, buying it. I suck. NBA's way too hard. I'm not good at football and I pay attention to that. <laughs> right? Listen, I mean, NFL, I always talk about touches and targets is what gets you the money. In NBA, it's all about the minutes. So if you if you see a guy sitting out for whatever night and his backup's going to come in, get 30 minutes, and he's super cheap, that guy's going to be uber chalk, but you need to play that guy because he's probably going to go for 8 to 10x his salary. Um, so is the move to just wait until like 6 o'clock central, half hour before the games, pull up the injuries – and then go to the backups and call it good. I mean, no, obviously, obviously need to get some raw points from somewhere. Um, but you definitely need to be by your phone and like ready to swap out your lineups for people because people will randomly get just you'll you'll randomly get an, uh, a message on Twitter if you have Twitter or whatever saying this guy's sitting out tonight, and then you need to pivot because. That guy sitting out tonight completely changes the outlook of that game. And that Seems could be like, one minute. That could be one minute to tip off too. So right, yeah. Steve, you're with me on this. Seems like way too much work. I'd rather just play the money line on a couple games, right? Oh, the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's hard. It's like baseball. You got to be like, okay, who's in the lineup right? Like right as the game starts. Right. And it's ain't it, no got no time for that. It may, it may be more difficult than college football. I think I'd rather play uh, CSGO or whatever. I'd rather we play Madden. Talk some, we could talk some golf, boys, if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the problem with golf is that it just drags on. My lineup. That's, that's the best part because if no. you do good by the end of the end of the week or day four, I mean, that's the whole thing. You just got to get to day three with six golfers. That's it. Well, yeah, I don't do that. I uh, I get to day two with six golfers, and then day three I have about two, and now yeah. I got to look at a shitty lineup for four days. <laughs> well, with, I mean that's that's the thing. Listen, what we do here on the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast is just bring good attitudes, positive thoughts, and hot takes. Let's Let get me, it started. Hey, yeah, I wonder if I do any better in the Canadian football. <laughs> I mean, could we do worse? I'm hey. Hey, just for you all, I just want to yeah. say that if you want to take yeah. positive attitude, let's go back to episode seven where I was down in the dumps about everything. Well, I should mm-hmm. be down in the dumps again. You don't want to know why? Why? 
Well, I mean, I cashed and I think I won like two bucks last week. But that sounds awful. But winning. If you guys were in the group chat, I was one half away from 100K. But (laughs) in football, that changes very fast. So I went from being in, I think the highest I got was 10th place. Those Uh, damn second halves. Yep. I was in in 10th in the afternoon slate and it showed on my thing. I think it was like 2K or something like that or whatever the hell it was. And all of a sudden I was sitting there at about 200 bucks going into the last quarter of the last game. Um, I think it was the Cowboys and then they went into overtime and I dropped all the way out of cash. How about that? (laughs) It's It's all coaching. How about that? Hey, here's the thing. I would love to be a quarter away. From winning something. No, no, it's horrible. It's horrible because I knew the whole time there was going to be something stupid happen, and it did. Kendrick Bourne, who hasn't done anything his whole career, goes off for a (laughs) 75-yard touchdown. And then CeeDee Lamb, who I didn't put, and I think I even called uh, last week saying I'd go with Cooper. Well, that that nailed me in the butt. My (laughs) goodness, man. Yeah, man, I would love to have a sweat. I haven't been close to Jack squat this season. So good thing I'm hosting a podcast. Welcome to it. Episode seven. (laughs) All right, let's uh, just go by uh, positions here. We'll go quarterback, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends for our picks this week. Steve, since we missed you last week, start us off with some hot fire quarterbacks that you're looking at this week. Um, number one, Jalen Hurts. Mm. I feel like um, he's <clears throat> kind of like almost has a chance to get 30 points every week. You never know. I mean, he's just with that team, and he's relatively cheap. Yeah. So I like him. Um, he has. You're right, dude. He went uh, last few weeks 25, 31, 23, 26. You got to like that. He's had uh, two rushing touchdowns in the last two weeks, including against Tampa Bay, which is no um, slouch. So like him, um, obviously Murray can never go wrong with him. And I do like, uh, I like Tua this week. Mm. Interesting. What's your take on him versus Um, I just think. Because, you know, hey, you've seen the rumors, and by the time this comes out, it could be over. He may end up in Houston, right? Well, I mean, he he needs to be playing for a job somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe they'll put a little fire under his ass. I mean, he didn't have a bad game last week. He didn't. He uh, threw uh, 47 times. He had uh, two touchdowns. Um, Yeah, he really didn't. Um, All right. And, And it's not like Atlanta is a hot team. No, that's true. And there should be a lot of points. All right. I like them. A little out of the box. Uh, Brandon, who are you looking at? Quarterback. Okay, that means stick away from him because he's going to be chilly. <laughs> nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Sharky his props. One of the few caches I had last week was the Ram stack. And uh, he sent one in the group chat with the Matthew Stafford and Cup and Wood stack. So I'll give Sharky some props for that. I think it won me like. I don't know, eight bucks or something like that. So that, oh, no, that helped me in my $2 I'll profit. Take that dollar fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give him his 20. Hey, man, it worked. It was a good <laughs> play by you. But uh, anyways, yeah, love the Hurts take. Uh, I think he's just solid all the way around. Uh, I, I sent the first look. I haven't really gotten off of him. Um, I love Aaron Rodgers this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game's kind of 
kind of scary to me because I don't know how much of an Aaron Jones versus Aaron Rodgers it's going to be. It could be both. But uh, a couple other quarterbacks, uh, Mahomes is the lock for me in some of my lineups again. And then also uh, I like Justin Fields this week. I think he's going to be having to do a lot like Jalen Hurts last week against the Buccaneers, and I could see him go for 25 fantasy points just with running. Maybe he gets a couple touchdowns uh, because I doubt they're going to run the ball very much as they're behind. Um, And you could definitely stack Brady too. He's expensive, but his his targets or his wideouts are pretty cheap. Mm. Uh, Joseph, go ahead. I can't believe that uh, Mr. Narrative over here, Brandon, didn't bring up uh, Matthew Stafford this week going back to Detroit for that revenge wow. game. He doesn't care I mean, about that. He's in sweet heaven right now. He's like the dude that <laughs> left his girlfriend who always nagged at him and hated him and always complained. Then he got like the hot supermodel. That's where he's at in life yeah, right now. Dude, Jared Goff. Listen, yeah. that man's going to try yeah. and throw for five touchdowns this week. I don't know if he's going to get there, but he would love to. Uh, yeah. I, I'm struggling not to play Stafford this week. Uh, I'm also going to be on Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think that game could be a sneaky little shootout. And uh, Lamar ran incredibly bad last week. So I think people are going to have a bad taste in their mouth after that game uh, with the three dustiest running backs in the league all running in for a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's where I'm at. I think uh, I like quite a bit of the – quite a few of the guys that were talked about earlier. But uh, those are the two that I'll – I'll talk up this week. Quarterbacks for me, um, my homer guy, uh, highest over under on the slate going up against Tennessee with the fourth highest average fantasy points to quarterbacks. I think um, the Chiefs are going to have to put up a ton of points and move fast because I think Derrick Henry is going to run all over them. Um, so Kansas City is going to have to score a ton. So I like Mahomes a lot this week. I'm also looking at um, Matt Ryan. Miami has the second worst fantasy points against quarterbacks. He's only 5,700, 40 plus pass attempts the last two weeks, six touchdowns in the last couple weeks. Miami has one interception on the season. So their defensive backs, not all that good. So I like Matt Ryan this week as well. And speaking of cheap, um, uh, you guys mentioned uh, Stafford. I'm going the other side. I'm going Jared Goff. Detroit's going to be playing from behind in this game. Um, The Rams defense has given up the most completions as a defense on the slate this week. Uh, Jared Goff, only 5K. So I'm going cheap, and I'll take a little revenge narrative. Um, he's mad that he's in, he's mad that he's in Detroit. You want to talk about somebody that wants to make up for it? Everybody in LA is going to be watching, so I'm going golf on the extra cheap. Um, we'll snake draft this, and I'll go with running backs. Uh, my first running back. I'm looking at JD McKissick. Gibson struggling with injuries. He's wearing down. They are running him a lot. He's dealing with a shin. Uh, He missed practice already this week. McKissick last week had eight rushes, 10 targets, most targets to a running back in the league, uh, 26% of targets share uh, for Washington, so he gets a ton of targets. One of the highest scoring uh, games on the slate, and he's only 5K. Um, I like McKissick. Swift I like. 
Mm-hmm. He leads running backs with um, receiving yards and yards after catch, 18% team target share. I think, like I said, with golf, that they're going to be playing behind against the Rams. And because of the Rams' defensive line, I look for golf to have to get a bunch of pressure, and so he's going to have to dump down quite a bit, which, I mean, could lead to a bunch of outlet passes to Swift. Um And I think they're going to want to do that to back that defensive line off as well. And finally, um, Aaron Jones this week, uh, I'm going back to him. Washington has given up six catching touchdowns, the most in the league to running backs. He leads the league in receiving touchdowns for running backs. So I think you put those two together um, and the Packers walk over Washington this week. I like Aaron Jones. Uh, Joe? Running backs, please. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, the guy that is facing an awful uh, run defense and hope that he gets some love because they're up big. Uh, I think Chase Edmonds is definitely a play this week. Uh, he is only 5,600. So it doesn't take much for him to pay that off. Uh, and obviously he's the pass catching back there. So even if Murray is throwing some... Uh, he should still get some love in those in the past game. Um, I mean, you know, he was a limited participant in practice today. Um, targets four, four, and five the last three Talking weeks. Practice? Yeah, I don't, I don't care about practice. <laughs> He's gone above fifteen points once this season. That's fine. I don't think he looks good. Okay, a lot of mouths to feed. Okay, okay. Uh, another guy I'm going with is. Uh, Mr. Henderson over there on the Rams. I will probably, well, I most likely will not play him if I'm playing uh, Stafford in that same game. But uh, Henderson is getting all the touches that you could ever want. Uh, his low touch game on a in a week that he was uh, healthy through the game is uh, 17, and that was in week one. Every week since then, he's had more touches than that. Um, so I think he could easily go off against this Detroit run defense, which is just absolutely awful um and then as stated earlier uh, i think it's it's tough to uh not look at king henry who we all faded on the showdown slate and that went poorly i didn't um, <clears throat> i won the uh D- dfs dumpster fire league uh showdown okay bragger uh <laughs> derrick henry 9.2k chief defense obviously not good against the pass also not good against the run uh just not good in general so uh anybody you want to play on tennessee feel free is where i'm at basically (laughs) brandon you're up why uh running backs yeah i'm glad joe brought that up i think you i think everybody needs to be aware though that this is a typical chiefs thing they're probably going to slowly get better i'm not saying henry's not going to go off because he probably will but that's just something the chiefs like to do we haven't had our studs so just keep that in mind um i do like anybody in that game so i'm not saying this week's the week to try that but uh let's see here a couple people i like chuba hubbard this week giants are Mm -hmm. absolutely horrible they don't have the kind of passing attack that the rams have so chuba hubbard seems like he's in a really good spot and uh another one um on the cheap that I like, let me find him here, pulling it up on my little thing here, is uh, is Miles Sanders 
for 5,100, his talent's just like way too good. I think that Philly fans are going to start getting to the head coach because of the play calling. Um, every time against the Bucks, if you watched, he broke like eight to 10 yards, it seemed like, on every run against the best rushing defense in the league. So seems odd that he's not running more. Uh, he's on the field quite a bit, so I like him at 5,100. This seems like a good spot for him to go off uh, as a cheap play there. So, And I like McKissick, too, if uh, Gibson doesn't play. Mm. Yeah, McKissick, even if – that's the thing. Even if Gibson does play, it, McKissick actually may be more appealing to me at that point. Um, Sharky, running backs, where you at? Uh, I do like your Swift pick uh, just – because he gets a high volume of targets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like uh, maybe a little Cordell Patterson this week. Um, yeah. Especially f- for a comeback, I'm talking to or you're even talking Matt Ryan. Um, I also like Josh Jacobs versus Philly. Um, he's kind of a down season. I just feel like he, need, he has a breakout game coming, and this could be it. And then um, I also like Daryl Williams because I feel like he just poaches touchdowns down by the goal line. (laughs) Seriously, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, it's tough to watch if you have anybody else on that team, but it does seem like he he ends up with a lot of action down there in the red zone. Um, Joe, wide receivers, who are you looking at? Where are we going? I mean, I'm going to start us off uh, pretty – high uh on the salary here uh i think cooper cup again is a great mm-hmm. play to go with my uh stafford call it uh quarterback earlier um i think if we're trying to attack that miami defense calvin ridley seems a little too cheap for my taste this week so i'll probably go there a little bit this week um and then another guy man sterling shepherd at 5600 with the amount of work that he's getting and the amount of work that he got last week, and now we're not going to see uh, Tony at all. Um, I, I don't. I just don't see how we don't go there some way, shape, or form. He is obviously the number one guy on that team. I mean, obviously, the Giants aren't the greatest passing team, but uh, he's going to get most of the targets in that passing game, so I am all for it. Mm-hmm. Nope, I agree. Um I'm looking at Devontae Adams. I mean, the guy's just a beast, leads the league in targets, receptions, as well as target share. He's second in air yards. Uh, he didn't have a huge week last week. So recency bias, I think he's going to be a little bit more open uh, uh, than uh, he was last week. I think ownership might be down just a little bit. Um, Calvin Ridley just gets all the targets in Atlanta. And I said, I like Matt Ryan, um, against Miami. So I do like Calvin Ridley. Uh, I agree with you on Sterling Shepard. Um, I have a note here. I mean, he's like the only wide receiver left. Galladay just can't get on the field full time. And with Tony out, I do agree that Sterling Shepard, um, gets a lot of action. I'm also looking at Mooney and A-Rob, uh, one of those guys in Chicago, I like Mooney a lot, young, fast kid. Um, you have to throw against Tampa Bay. They're going to have to throw a ton. Their running back situation in Chicago is a bit of a mess. They're going to be trying to catch up and stay up with Tampa Bay. 
uh, Mooney with a 28% target share. I like him a lot. I think either one of those guys, though, because they're fairly even stat-wise. Either one of those guys works. I have a note down for Cup as well. He's just killing it. A.J. Brown, um, if you want to go against Kansas City, they're going to have to keep up with Kansas City. Uh, Julio is out, so A.J. Brown is the number one there. We already said Kansas City's defense is bad. Um their run defense and their pass defense. But if this is this high-scoring affair and they're throwing a lot, um, look for A.J. Brown. And I would imagine if Tyreek is okay, he's been having issues. um, But, I mean, his stats are just insane. I was looking at this. Tennessee, worst defense against the pass, 56 over under in the game. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 28% of targets, 37% of air yards, tied with Devontae Adams for receptions, third in targets in the league. And get this, I was looking at the injury chart for Tennessee. Their um, cornerback, Caleb Farley, just went on IR on Tuesday. Chris Jackson was hurt on Monday Night Football, so he's out. Um, Fulton, another cornerback that played on 89% of snaps, went on the IR Monday as well. Tennessee on a short week. Diggs went for uh, 9.89 and a touchdown against Tennessee. So I think Tyreek may be worth the money this week because he's in a really good spot. Uh, Tennessee cornerbacks and uh, defensive backs, just a mash unit at this point. So um, I don't know that I've played Tyreek yet, but this might be the week to pay up for him. Uh, Brandon, wide receivers. Did you guys name off all the receivers? Yeah, basically Brady Brady just went down a list of every receiver on the board. One, two, three, four, five, seven. I named seven. There you go. That's That's aggressive. that's a, that's that's how you get those uh, fires on the, uh, yep. the take chart. One of them's got to work <laughs> out. That's right. Well, you hope. Uh, I, I, I'm stuck. I'm not coming off of Devonta Adams this week. That's just you saw what Tyreek did when he faked his quad injury, and uh, <laughs> and he got benched for another one right through the hands that Patrick Mahomes threw right in his hands. So. He seemed pretty fine after that. I don't know why. This is kind of an inside thing between me and BDJ. I don't understand how you can run around with a quad injury and look like he looked like a freak still. So, anyways, I think he got benched, but that's neither, neither here or there. Um, Devontae Adams, no brainer, too cheap. He had a really low week last week. I think everybody's going to gravitate toward Cooper Cup. So, I'm going Devontae all day. Um, I really like. Sterling Shepard too. That little tier. There's like a little uh, around mid five k. I like Devonte Smith. Uh, he seems way too cheap uh, for his potential that he could have. I know he's not averaging a ton. He's either he's kind of boomer bust, but he's he's definitely due. And the the Raiders they don't they don't usually uh, have any lockdown type corners, and they're going to throw quite a bit to him. When Hurts throws, he usually throws his way. So that's kind of where I'm at for the most part. Um, and then whoever else I miss, Brady probably put him on there. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck you, fuck guys. Uh, uh, Sharky, did you do um, wide receivers? Okay, so now that we're down to the seventh and eighth string receivers to talk about. <laughs> Whatever. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, I do uh, like, like Jaden Waddle, if you're – 
going to play the Tua lineup. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with Hopkins, with Murray. Um, Brandon Cooks would be kind of good this week because Arizona likes to put up points, so he's going to get his fair share of looks. And then uh, maybe uh, Chris Godwin for uh, Tampa. I know he's been overshadowed a little this year, but maybe this is his mm-hmm. breakout game. Mm-hmm. Um, I need – okay, let's talk uh, tight ends. You guys ready for me to list off a shit ton of – list? look, Kyle Pitts, huge week last week. His drop percentage is zero, um, so that's kind of amazing. Um, he's playing a ton well, of snaps. When you have two catches for two targets. No, man, I'm telling you, that dude, last week um, – he had 10 targets, Last nine week catches, Calvin Ridley. and a touchdown. The week before, nine targets, um, eight targets week one versus Philly. Uh, I'm telling you, he looked good. Um, and I think, yes, I agree. Without Calvin Ridley, he was the guy, but I thought he looked awesome. Cole Komet, again, uh, Chicago's going to be throwing a ton against Tampa Bay. Uh, he's only 3,000, so you want a cheap tight end. Uh, have a look at Cole Komet and Dallas Goddard. If he's over that Rona, right, they traded Ertz to Arizona, so all of Ertz's um, tight end targets are going there. Ertz was getting 40% of the targets. Raiders, second most receptions given to tight ends, most touchdowns given to tight ends. So Goddard, if he's – off of COVID protocol might be a good look as well. Three tight ends. Is that acceptable? Is that within my ratio? Is that within my quota? No, because you can only play two at once. Oh, okay. Well, There's I like guess. three tight end sets. Uh, well, I would imagine Goddard's not playing because of uh, coronavirus. So I'll take Pitts and uh, the other dude I said, Cole Komet. I'm going <laughs> to put him in there right now on the cheap. Uh, Steve, go ahead. Um, I like Zach Ertz this weekend, just because brand new to the team. Yeah, I think they might target him, like a welcome gift, if you will. Exactly. Put okay. put a little uh, tape out there on him for teams. Okay. Okay. Um, T.J. Hawkinson, just because I feel like Detroit's going to play from behind. I have to throw the ball around a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I mean, you can never go wrong with Kelsey. Right. I mean, he's just so damn expensive, man. Right. But but he is like a number one receiver. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, he's like Devontae Adams type. Um, Joe, tight ends. Um all right. Let me let me first say that I am a Kyle Pitts guy. He's on my season lock team. Love Kyle Pitts. But, but if you're gonna pay fifty nine hundred for a tight end. Why not find the extra hundred dollars or the extra eight hundred and go up to Waller or Andrews? Mm. I mean, both of those guys are a bigger part of their offense when everybody's healthy. Like Waller's the number one guy, no question. True. Pitts was the number one guy solely because he was the only guy. I mean, hey, listen, listen. You remember I, I edited this? A good play. You, you know, I edit this. So I'll just edit out that I ever suggested Kyle Pitts. No, I still think Kyle Pitts is a good play. I'm just saying, why why not spend the extra money to get up to Joe? Because I'm a dummy, and that's team. why I lose every week. That's why. 
That's why. I hope you're happy. I'm not happy. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. If we're if we're gonna pay down, uh, I'm going down to the same guy I touted last week. I'm going right back to Ricky Seals Jones. The guy's running routes on every freaking pass play. The guy is a great athlete for a tight end, and he is thirty seven hundred dollars. Uh, that is a cheap way to get some kind of bring back if you're going with uh, Brandon's Green Bay stacks. Um, man, other than that, uh, Mike Gesicki is lining up in the slot. Mm. I don't hate that. He's getting a lot of targets. Um, but 4700 he's just kind of in that no man's land of tight end. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, Brandon, tight ends? Are there any left? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I, I'm just kidding. Uh, Zach Hurts, who I've been on the whole time, just because he's cheap. They throw the ball a time and they spread it around everywhere. So he seems like he'll be a f- for sure plug in on that. Uh, I would probably lean if I'm going to go toward the top. Obviously, Kelsey's a no brainer, but I would lean toward Darren Waller this week. I just, he's, I mean, Phillies can't cover anybody that well uh, besides the receivers um, as far as out of the backfield. They're not the greatest. Um, I know they're against pass. They're, they're top in like top five or so, but that's mainly against receivers. Um, I, I just think uh, with the play action, this I think Josh Jacobs is a good play for the running backs like Shark said, so they'll probably play action, hit Waller. He'll probably have a really good game this week. Uh, but, yeah, not a sexy uh, play for me this week at all. Maybe Evan Ingram. Uh, I do, if you want to take a flyer, I think Tunyon's going to have like one of those breakout two touchdown games. So I've been, he hasn't been targeted at all this year, it seems like. But <laughs> So why would you, what makes you think this is his game? This, I'm, I just think this is a spot for Green Bay. It feels a lot like the. Uh, <laughs> Don't say it. Yeah, it, the one time they played the Raiders where I almost won a mill. But uh, it, it just seems like one of those situations where they can't cover anybody, man. I just don't – I mean, I, I've I've put lineups together with, like, tons of Green Bay, like three wide receivers and the bring back McKissick. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like they're, they're bad. I mean, Mahomes would have had another five-touchdown day if he wouldn't have thrown one-two – like he tried to pick one up and throw one, and it slipped out of his hands. Or if Tyreek wouldn't have let it go through his hands, but it must be because of his quad. But uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so and Washington is just—they're horrible, man. I I'm just gonna keep going against the horrible secondaries, and I'm gonna keep stacking teams against it because it's overall doing pretty well for me. You know, I think I'm. I haven't. I haven't had to re. I haven't had to reload okay. yet. So I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I got a question on a, a running back. Yes, that Joe might be able to help with. What about a uh, Khalil Herbert? So uh, I think Damian Williams is coming back this week yeah. from uh, COVID protocol. Yeah, but and, I feel like they're still going to lean on him because he's just younger and more durable. And I yeah, think Fields is going to run all over the place because he's going well, to. Williams, here's the thing: Williams um, sat out last season because of COVID. So who knows if he comes back or not? Um, but what's his name is also coming back for Chicago off of IR this week. Um, what is his name? David Montgomery, uh, Tariq Cohen, um, maybe back this week. 
um, and he could get some touches. Again, you got to remember, Steve, I loved Herbert, and I played him last week. I picked him up in a bunch of my season longs, but Tampa Bay is so good against the run that they're going to just have to throw. I mean, like they're deep. They're against the run. They're like number one, and against the pass, they're like 30-something. I don't know. Did he have any targets at running back last week? Mm, Let me look. I don't think so. Let me look. I'll pull it up. Uh, Game log. He had three targets for 15 yards. But he did run for 100 against uh, Green Bay. So um, he's only 5,200, which isn't bad. I, I mean, I like him a lot. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, if he's the only one, Tariq Cohen isn't back and Williams doesn't come back from COVID, you got to like that because he did get so much action um, last week that that he – I mean, I wouldn't mind running, running him back. I like Patterson again, man. The dude, 14 ru- from Atlanta, the 14 um, rushes, nine targets – they're using him all over the place. Uh, he's lining out wide, I believe. He's in the backfield. Uh, they may have to get um, tricky against Miami. I don't know. I like him a lot. Um, listen, real quick, before we talk Chiefs, um, we want to invite everybody to join our Lodo Bros League uh, we'll put the link on our Twitter feed, Dumpster Sports. It'll be in the show notes as well. We don't make any money off of it. There's like 12 people, uh, maybe. There's the four of us, uh, Miles we 18. give away money. Yeah, we are. Trust us. You hear these takes. So you know what we're playing. Easy to go against. We are giving it away. It's just $1, $2 contest. Miles 18 with the high roller contest. He throws at us for 3 bucks. Join it. Uh, have a little fun, and we'll talk trash on you. Uh, let's talk Kansas City Chiefs, a much-needed win last week uh, against Washington. But, man, uh, a tough one again this week against the Titans. Steve, where are you at on the Chiefs? Do you like them to cover? Looks like the spread this week is uh, Chiefs minus five and a half. Um. Yeah, I'm a homer, dude. <laughs> That's true. And you always pick them. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I do have a feeling it's kind of like, what was it, like 19 when we got our butts kicked and we went to Mexico City and played San Diego and won there and then we just hit a roll. Mm-hmm. Like, And it was in the second half of that, that San Diego game that we made a comeback. I just feel like we've hit something and now we're going to go on a roll and just not look back. Uh, I'm in. So how much, and how do you think they handle Henry? Um, I think Henry runs all over them, but I still think we win. Okay. I like it. Uh, Brandon, where yet chiefs, Tennessee. Well, I think the chiefs, like I mentioned earlier, are going to keep improving on defense. Now that doesn't mean anything for fantasy. They could still give up, Tons of fantasy. Uh, I, th- I think matchup-wise, they're just going to focus on trying to stop Henry. So as a comeback play, A.J. Brown might be a good one this week. I don't think Julio's playing, or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe I have it mixed up. 
But I think Chiefs – what's the cover again? What would you say it was? Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, I think they cover, right? I mean, the Chiefs, last time they went to Tennessee, they lost. Shouldn't have, but they did. Uh, I. It's probably. It, it seems I get this weird vibe that the Chiefs, it was probably good, even though losing is never good. But they there's like a humbleness, like a more of a – what do you call it? So, so, like last year it felt like, oh, we were expected to be there. So, it's like for some reason after we won the Super Bowl, it was almost like everything's off our chest now and we're just – you know, we're expected to be there. Now it's almost like all eyes are off the Chiefs for the most part. Everybody kind of sees them in their side, you know, side mirror there. But it's kind of nice not being talked about all the time. Maybe it'll make them refocus, which I can see somebody like Mahomes just and Andy Reid getting a little fire again. And I, I think they're going to cover. It's I'm not too worried about Tennessee. They don't scare me at all. Yeah, I think, I think the Chiefs are going to try to make Tannehill beat them. Yeah, and just stack the box or whatever. I mean, yes, I'm pretty it, sure the last time we played them, didn't we hold them to like 96 yards rushing? Okay. Did we? Okay. I, thought, I thought Henry had like a 96 yard touchdown on us. Maybe I'm thinking <laughs> of the playoff game. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're th- I, well, no, you'd be right then. But it, so, yeah, the last time we played them, but the year we won the Super Bowl, we played them at Tennessee and. Henry went off and that was actually the week. I think Joe stacked like Tannehill that week and made some money that week. But yeah, cause Tannehill threw for like three touchdowns and like in the fourth quarter, Henry ran for like 90 some yards on us. And it was a nonstop back and forth game, but Hey, but you're probably right. Sharky coming in with some, man, you've been, you've been on fire shark. I hope you uh, I'm gonna take some <laughs> of your takes and put them in the bank this week. Dude, Wait, I blacked uh, out. what I say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, didn't Tennessee get beat by the Jets already this season? Yep. Yeah, but then so, they go and beat the Bills, so it's like the yeah, little Giants. Yeah, I know, but uh, the Bills I think aren't set they, up though to 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 play against somebody like Derrick Henry. They're more set up to. I mean, basically, you saw what they play did. like the Chiefs. Yeah, exactly, because that's how everybody's been drafting defensive players to keep up with that type of offense because. And then old school King Henry comes along and, well, I shouldn't say old school because he's bigger than anybody in the old school days. But the best, the best tweet I saw was Des Bryant tweeted out a picture of uh, Derrick Henry and it was, he's the guy that everybody made in Madden when they were a little kid, you know, and he could like soup <laughs> up somebody. Dude, wow, yeah, for sure. I, I forget who that uh, defensive back was that made the stop. Henry busts through the line and is running full steam at that guy, and he just had to take one for the team. I mean, I think I would have retired halfway through that play. <laughs> I am not stepping up in that gap. I mean, that, um, that dude runs away from people, too. It's crazy. It's like, the right. pre- it's like the predator out there with that hair, and it's like he just runs away. It's well, cra- the thing crazy. is, man, they had a play set up where they didn't even block the left defensive tackle last week because they know Henry is so fast and just ran right inside of the guy and just left him open. It's just the guy is, he's a, he's a Madden cheat code. I think he plays well against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win, but I don't think they cover. I think Tennessee's pretty good, and we saw that against Buffalo. I think the Chiefs get a little bit of an edge on a short week, I mean, which t- 
which yeah, should help. Yeah, true. But I think Buffalo should have won that game still. I no, mean, they should have. One thousand percent, they should have won that yeah, game. So it's not like the Tennessee Titans anything extraordinary. It's just King Henry broke a huge, couple big ones, and yeah. I mean, past no, that. No, I agree. Buffalo, yeah. dude, yeah. blew it. If you had money on them, you might want to quit betting. Not because it was a bad bet, just because it was heartbreaking. Well, Joe, me, oh, go yeah. ahead. We forgot go about ahead. Joe. Go. Yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, yeah I know it's you're probably right. looking at your NBA lineups right now. I get forgot about a lot. No big deal. Uh, uh, man, I think I think we're going to cover also. Um, like Sharky said, I think we uh, finally pulled our head out of our ass last week and the offense uh, finally got into a rhythm in that second half and the defense finally started getting some stops. Um, I don't think that the defense is going to uh, just completely shut anybody down by any means. But uh, I, I think we're going to be looking better from here on out this year. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Brandon, were you going to wrap us up with some wisdom? Some wisdom? Yeah. Uh, I honestly can't remember. That's that's how much wisdom <laughs> I've got right now. All right, listen. Again, I'll ask of you guys, please, could somebody just win a big GPP so that we can go ahead and start a site and start charging people for these takes? Just one of you. I tried. I tried, man. Well. Don't give up. Hey, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna. This is what I was gonna say. You know why I knew I was just enjoying the ride, and because I knew it wasn't gonna last. Because when Zeke Elliott can't get in the end zone in four freaking attempts, you know that it's just not meant to be. Because I stacked both of in the afternoon, so I stacked both the Cowboys running backs. Because I looked at the slate and I go, "This slate's full of teams that play two running backs." It's like, which ones are you gonna play? And sure enough, it was the worst combo that got the big points in the winning lineup. It was the Raider running backs. So I had the right thought process. I just picked the wrong damn running backs. Listen, I'll tell you, because I know where I am with my lineups, the only thing I need to happen this week is for Kyle Pitts to be tight end one so I could tell Joe that I shouldn't have edited out that part of the podcast. I think he just does that just for his moral wins. Holy cow. I just need Kyle Pitts. I told you, I don't dislike Kyle Pitts. I just... You don't like like the play. He's No, I think the play's fine. I just don't think he's the number one option there. And you can spend an extra $100 or $800 and get the number one option. I Hey, that's all I'm saying. Kyle Pitts, please, (laughs) if you're out there. Yeah, let me tell you, I want Kyle Pitts to freaking just it, take over every game from here on out because he's on my freaking season lock team and he's kind of shit the bed to start the season. <laughs> I mean, yes. Now he's on the uh, he's like Kansas City. He's turned it around. Get That's ready. Up. It's he's gonna uh, change them sheets. <laughs> it's it's a uh, Kyle Pitts <laughs> season is among us. And again, because I edit this, if I have to and he shits the bed on Sunday, I'll just go ahead and edit this part as well and then re-upload the episode like it never happened on Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> is, am I correct? Is, is Jared Goff $5,000 this week? He is. Yes. So he is literally below the two backup quarterbacks in Chicago. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Uh, I believe it, dude. I'm telling you, he's on the cheap, and that game is pretty high scoring. The over under is fairly big, and he's well, 
no wonder because his last two weeks he's got 9.2 fantasy and 8.1 fantasy points. Yeah, his uh, coach is just trashing him publicly. He's not playing like we need him to. It's ugly. He's not biting kneecaps and shit. Right. It's ugly, man. Hey, Brady, I gotta, I gotta, I need to lean on you for this real quick before we close it out. Is this a Quez yeah. Watkins week? It's, dude, it's always a Quez Watkins week. No, like I'm seriously, I just paid down it. So in my in my favorite stack, I got Rodgers, Aaron Jones, McKissick, Adams, and then I threw in Bateman, which he looked pretty good last week. He's really cheap. And then I got Waller and Miles Sanders, and I just threw the Texans Isn't defense. Isn't Bateman a character on a show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason Bateman. That's Bartman, but yeah. Um, <laughs> close enough. But I have 3,900 no, left yet. over, and Wes Watkins is sitting there. Who else is around him? Does it matter? No, I'm, dude. I mean, Quez it's, it's like it's meant to be. I got rid of Devonte Smith, and I'm putting in Quez freaking Watkins. Dude, the only problem is Philly somehow has a bunch of decent pass catchers. Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager. They have Quez Watkins, Gainwell out of the backfield. I hate to say it. I feel like. You know, to really step out in the limelight, Quez Watkins needs a couple guys to get hurt. Hey, Joe, just for the record, what's your favorite stack this week? Uh, for the record, my favorite stack this week. I mean, I I think I'm kind of leaning towards that Stafford stack and freaking paying up, but it's you, you be see, expensive. See Brady, you Stafford, Karen, Bobby yeah, Trees. He doesn't want to tell us. Yeah, you see, he's like, I'm kind of, because that means he has another 25% socked away. I, I don't think he's sharing the full dough that he's been making. I think he's been. Oh, oh. I wish. That'd be lovely. <laughs> be a low dough, bro, with your boys. Join us in the Dumpster Fire Sports 2021 League on DraftKings. Again, we don't make any money off of it. You can take on these cold takes. Uh, link on our Twitter feed, Dumpster Sports. Uh, for Shark Daddy, for JKNKC, for Big Brand, and I'm Brady G in the place to be. Uh, episode 8, thank you for listening. Go catch you a bag. Load up, bros.